0: Hello, everyone! Hello! My name is Matt Aramondo.
1: I'm your co-host, Emily Riggins.
0: And this is TBD.
1: With your hosts, <laughs> Matt Emily!
0: Welcome to the premiere and only podcast about tea and friendship and elongated um y sounds
1: <laughs> listen you know life is all about making fun for yourself you know
0: sure sure and uh, this is
1: how i make fun for myself
0: mm, elongated f sounds not as fun i don't think as elongated y sounds um tbd yeah okay um
1: <laughs> tbd we are tbd
0: that's sort of like the acronym uh, to be decided, uh, or determined, however you feel, however you feel that you want to determine or decide what letter, what word goes in the D part. Um, we, uh, took that acronym and we just put the word tea, like the beverage in front. T-E-A-B-D. And why exactly is that? Well, because we, uh, are drinking tea and we have topics that have yet to be told to one another. Emily has a, a topic um oh, that yeah, she's I do. thinking of I don't know what that is. And, and and vice versa. I have a topic that Emily does not know that I have. She mm-hmm. could maybe guess. I don't I, I, I doubt she'll even get it. I I'd be impressed if Emily uh, knew my topic.
1: He he I I couldn't I couldn't even begin to guess. I hmm. could not even begin to guess.
0: You don't think you could begin to guess?
1: Was it is it Legend of Zelda? A uh, uh,
0: topic we've already had on this podcast. Is
1: it Animal Crossing?
0: Another topic we've already had on this podcast.
1: Is it the film The Shining?
0: Another topic we've already had on this podcast.
1: Is it is it um, uh, um, Medieval Queens?
0: <laughs> Another topic we've had on this podcast twice, although uh, is it technically a, on a different podcast.
1: <laughs> is it the, um, the Polar Explorers Lego set?
0: Um, you mean ice planet 2021 or whatever, 2004. I don't remember what it was. Ice planet, whatever it was. Um, these all sound like amazing topics, but they are in fact, all topics that I've discussed in the past on this very podcast. So if you want to check those out, you know, make sure that you look at our feed on, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Now, Emily, I think you're done guessing because you, you literally couldn't guess one thing that I hadn't already talked about are you crazy no
1: I'm I'm no I don't think so
0: okay women aren't crazy is um, it emo music early 2000s emo music no yep. it's not mm, <laughs> darn it I'm just remembering I, I actually well I might have an addendum to my emo topic one day but it is not today that we talk about that um did I cover what our podcast is about pretty well I, I thought that was decent I thought it was I thought it was perfect
1: I thought it was um amazing I thought it was, you know, I thought it was great.
0: Hmm. hmm. Well, thank you. I will try to learn from this week and uh, repeat repeat the success of this week over and over. I did feel pretty good about it, to be honest. I don't usually feel good about my intros. <laughs> um, Emily, how's how's life?
1: Oh, it's okay. It's you know, you know, we're we're going through life. We're mm-hmm. getting by.
0: Wow. Uh. That How's... is some sage wisdom from you.
1: How is your life?
0: Oh boy, uh, life's good. You know, I, um, I was, I was happy. So now we are in postmortem of my sketch being out, and I was very happy that a bunch of people watched it. I always feel good about that. Because <laughs> uh, like going it, like releasing a sketch, it's like, uh, are people gonna watch it? And I get really nervous and anxious. And not just watch it, but watch it and not um, hate it. So then, when people watched it and didn't hate it, then my life got better.
1: Um, I hated the part where my voice was being um, a tea bag that um, had been tortured.
0: I I um, I found your voiceover to be very funny, <laughs> and uh, I actually I mean I had you record two different parts, um, two different of the deceased teas in the. Uh, sketch and I used one and not the other. And I just really liked at first I thought I was not going to use the second one. I th- I was like, oh, I'll just have a record two of these and, and um, just in case. But then I don't know, I liked how weird it ended up sounding. <laughs> and I was like, this is fun. I'll use this one.
1: Um, I don't think I told you this, but my mom was lis- watching your sketch in the car. And so you changed my voice a little bit to like make yeah. it spooky. Um, and my dad apparently driving was like, was that Emily? <laughs> uh,
0: Shout out I to mean, my dad. I, I would say that um, it sounds, it do, it ultimately sounds like you. I think if you know your voice, you'll be like, that's Emily. Like just certain, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's accent is the right word, but just certain um, fluctuations in your voice. It sounds like you, even though, yes, it is heavily um, put through the the ringer on filters. <laughs>
1: the ringer a website
0: mm, I think it's w-r-i-n-g-e-r that I want
1: mm, okay
0: I don't know if that's true is that true I don't
1: think that's true
0: um, but yeah so that makes that means I'm doing well you know you're doing great doing great doing fantastic
1: uh, for
0: a complete ranking on those feelings go check out our episode a few weeks ago <laughs>
1: um y- you know what what? I'm thinking this podcast is about tea, right?
0: I I've I've heard that it is about that, but it has yet to be about that.
1: I think it's about time for tea talk. Tea talk. Tea talk. Tea
0: talk. We're talking tea. Um, I I I was in. I knew you were doing the intro there to tea talk. I don't know if you could tell. I was trying to play into it a little bit.
1: I, I felt, I felt like you knew. I felt like you knew where I was taking this caboose.
0: Sometimes I don't know, but I felt like I knew that time. I think from now on, if I know you're asking a coy question in the first segment, that means you're leading into uh, tea talk.
1: Listen, I don't like to surprise you with segments. Hmm. I like to lead up to them. I want you to know where we're going.
0: Thank you. Um, hey, Matt. Emily, do you want to? What? Oh, you're gonna ask me a question, huh?
1: We're drinking the same tea today. Question mark?
0: (laughs) I hope so. Question mark? (laughs) Um, Uh.
1: Listener, we are drinking, courtesy of our uh, Bigelow Tea 5K, we are drinking Steep by Bigelow. We are drinking organic rooibos hibiscus, caffeine-free herbal tea.
0: Uh, Live I, a life I, mm.
1: steeped in experience, Steep four minutes. Ingredients, wow. organic ro- rooibos, organic hibiscus, organic rose hips, natural orange flavor with other natural flavors. Bigelow Tea, Fairfield, Connecticut, 06825-5512, packaged in the USA.
0: Um, I think I drive through Fairfield every time I go to home. I think I drive through that. Wow. Mm or buy it or whatever. Big fact. Um, It's on the way to New England or well, it's in New England. (laughs) Anyways, um, uh, I actually looked this up um, before we got on, because I know we've looked this up before and we've been unclear in the past, but it is pronounced Roy Boss T. Like Roy, like the guy's name and boss, like, I don't know, lady boss. (laughs)
1: Like Roy's my boss.
0: Roy's my boss, yeah. Roy is so boss. <laughs> um, An herbal tea, especially uh, in South Africa, is also known as red uh, red tea, red bush tea, and bush tea.
1: Wow, wow, wow.
0: I hope that um, was helpful to you.
1: It, you know it was? I think it was. Roy boss. Roy boss. Steep by Bigelow. What do we think? What are some thoughts? Do you taste the Roy boss? Roy boss.
0: Um, Okay, so I I guess I know what rooibos tastes like, but I don't know how to describe that taste. Um, <laughs> like, I can tell I'm having that kind of tea. I remember it mostly from, we've had it a couple of times as a cinnamon tea. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, now that I'm having it here, that's, it's, you know, not with, um, not with cinnamon. It kind of tastes like cinnamon anyways. Like, it kind of already has, like... Um, kind of that spice that cinnamon gives things. Hmm. Does that make any sense?
1: I can kind of see that. Uh, I also, I mean, I, similarly to you, I know what rooibos tastes like. I don't know if I could describe it. It tastes like a rooibos. Um Don't always like it. Which I think adds to the fact that I love cinnamon. You give me cinnamon all the time. You don't love it in things.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, when uh, we had the rooibos cinnamon from David's Tea, you were like, keep this to me. Yeah. You let me keep that.
1: Yeah, I did not like it. Um okay, do we taste the organic hibiscus?
0: I I get I guess I I'm confused because I don't like hibiscus. Uh but I'm not tasting my dislike for hibiscus in this.
1: Interesting. Interesting. It is bright red. Bright red.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm not here to deny its hibiscusness. I'm just surprised it has it because it doesn't taste as hibiscusy mm. as I might have expected it to.
1: What about organic rose hips?
0: Um, I still don't know what those exactly taste like.
1: <laughs> I think it's just like a slight flowery. I
0: don't get. I don't get. I don't get flowery, and that's and a, you know a hibiscus is also a flower. So if I'm no. not getting a floral taste, that's. That's its own problem.
1: <laughs> what about orga- organic orange flavor, natural orange flavor?
0: I can see the orange in this. It doesn't taste like super orangey, but it's maybe like a little a, a little twist of it on here. I don't know. <laughs>
1: okay. Um. Well, just you know, from my perspective, um, I definitely taste the rooibos. Um, I can see a little bit of hibiscus in it. It's not very, very overwhelming. For me, it just tastes sweet, and I put a little sweet and low in it. And so, prior to the recording of this podcast, I took my first sip, and I went, "Oh, wow!" Mm-hmm. And it's because it's so sweet. It's a very sweet tea, and then I added more sweetness to it.
0: Um, I don't, I don't get a lot of sweetness without sugar, so I don't know. I don't know how this would taste with it. I mean, maybe my taste buds are just completely fried right now. <laughs> um, don't worry, I have my sense of taste, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just tastes like a boss tea to me, and maybe just like somehow. I mean, I guess a little bit of the orange, but I guess somehow the hibiscus and rose hips and all that is like, just it's over my head or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm drinking this out of our um,
1: our ocean mugs. Oh, I haven't seen mugs. those in so long. And uh, I
0: mean, I have. I mean, I've been seeing them every day when I pull out my mugs, but I haven't been drinking out of them because they're on the small side.
1: They're very small. They're baby size.
0: And uh, however. I was like, I'll do something special for this podcast, and I'll get, I'll bring out the old mugs.
1: Wow, do you still have some of the uh, the blue pea flower tea?
0: I have the tea. I, I don't have any of it brewed. All
1: okay. right, um, I didn't know if you had kept it for so long.
0: No. So the last time I made, um, the last time I made iced tea, and this goes to the fact that I'm not an iced tea head. I actually kept it so long that it was the tea the the brewed tea was molding <laughs> which i've got to say i didn't really even know was a thing uh, i've never let tea sit around that long so now i'm slightly scarred um from keeping something around too long so i had to, i had to i had to dump most of um the that that tea blue corn flowers
1: i'm currently living with the information you just told me <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know, life's hard, but life goes on. Um, <laughs> um, should we rate the tea?
1: Sure. Matt.
0: Oh, me first, huh?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Would you describe this steep by Bigelow organic rooibos, rooibos, Royboss hibiscus tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
0: Well, I was not sure how I'd feel about this tea going into it for sure. For sure was not sure. I was like, it's organic, or it's not organic. That's not the problem. It's herbal tea, which is all, not always my jam. Um, Do you know what is my jam? What? Jam? Wow, Keep going. Um It's Roy Boss, which I don't have like a strong feeling for or against. I sort of sit in the middle, and then hibiscus, which is something that I normally am not into. But I'll tell you what, this tea surprised me because <laughs> it doesn't taste like an herbal tea, and it doesn't taste like hibiscus. It tastes like a fun rooibos, which I don't have enough, and or not, not to say not enough, meaning I need more, but I don't have it often. <laughs> so I'm finding this to be a fun change of pace, as I have already had... Um, I've had some... I had black tea today already, so now I'm here. It's it's a little change up in the flavor, and um, I'm digging it. It's my cup of tea.
1: Mm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Maybe. Can I speak... Uh, can I tell you something?
0: You may speak freely, yes.
1: Maybe. Maybe we've had so much hibiscus that you just like it now.
0: That is um, an interesting thought. I'll have to see next time I have a hibiscus thing. I mean, it could be that... Um, I don't hate it anymore. and Now it's just like a a taste that goes past my palate and I'm fine with it. Uh, We'll see next time I have something else with hibiscus in it, I guess. The flowers are really cool. Like IRL, they've got nice flowers. Um, I'm showing Matt
1: a cover of it and it is a very nice flower. Mm.
0: Uh, I've taken photos of this. They have them in the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. Wow. Another previous topic of this podcast. Are you going to Um, talk
1: about the Brooklyn Botanical Garden as your topic? We've
0: already done it. But if I must, it's a great place to go. And I've been uh, several times this fall because uh, roses were in season. Um, Or some like, they have so many roses that they like bloom at different times of the year. But um, they've got a lot of fall roses. And they had uh, pumpkins and um, some other cool stuff that blooms in the fall. Anyways, moving on.
1: I am going to keep guessing. (laughs) Yes, Matt.
0: This steep by Bigelow, Whoa! this organic rooibos hibiscus, which is caffeine-free, do you find this to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
1: Great question. Thank you so much for asking. I've been waiting for you to ask the entire podcast. Like, we logged on and you hadn't asked me if it was my cup of tea yet, and I was stewing in anger.
0: I mean, I was just waiting for this moment
1: um it's not my cup of tea wow it's fine it's absolutely it's fine i don't love a rooibos tea it's okay it's just okay
0: um i forgot to ask you this um earlier have you had this tea before
1: today? i have not i've not
0: um is this the tea that you or your mom got from bigelow
1: i honestly don't know because they sent it all in the same box
0: Uh, Who did it go home with, or did your mom give you all the tea?
1: We divided it up half and half.
0: Mm, Okay, so then you still just have... You don't have a full box of this to Mm -mm. to drink. Good. I'm happy for you.
1: (laughs) Maybe next time I see you in person, I will bring it to you.
0: Uh, If you want. I mean, I'll drink it. I'm not going to not drink it.
1: You're not going to not drink it?
0: I'm not going to not drink it.
1: Hey, is your topic tea? Uh,
0: We've shared that topic.
1: Ugh, fine. Okay, I guess I'll have to keep guessing.
0: It's almost um, my topic time. We're very close. We're closing in on it. Tea talk done? Tea talk complete.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Okay, give me one second. Oh, give me one second. Listeners, you are begging me to do my next thing, but I need a second. Listeners, listeners, calm down. Hey, I know you're driving, but you're freaking out right now. I need you to calm down, because we're checking in about the past topics. Boo-boo!
0: Hi. Um, you guys, I hope you were listening to that, because Emily was very serious. She was very, very serious for a minute there, and I was worried that she was being too serious, but she brought it back with that wonderful and delightful song. Emily, did you eat any Halloween candy this week?
1: Um, I had a... Pumpkin-shaped Reese Cup. Let me tell you, a great ratio. I didn't see as many of them this year. I think because not as many people like were... I felt like the stores weren't being super Halloween-y as much as they normally are because of the pandemic.
0: Hmm. Um, I, I hear seasonally they were skipping pretty quickly to the next season. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Um. But I did have one, and that was that was amazing. I listen, I I love pumpkin shaped Reese cups. I love, I love all shaped Reese cups. Tree shaped Reese cups. Um,
0: oh, we'll get to that when we do Christmas.
1: Egg shaped Reese cups. Like, give me shaped Reese cups, and I'm golden. But that's pretty much the only Halloween candy I had. Matt,
0: mm, yes, do you have Halloween candy? So, um... I. Um, Honestly, I went around, I walked around during um, Halloween and I saw so much candy that people were like willing to give to anyone, like not just for kids. <laughs> but I turned most of it down because I was like, I'll let the kids have the candy. I don't know if these people all know they bought way too much or whatever, but I still felt like weird taking candy from a child, a I guess. <laughs> <in that way. laughs> yeah. Um, so on Halloween itself, I had maybe no candy, but then the day after Halloween... Uh, here, this is a, this is a long, this is a lot to say. So the day after Halloween, they had a s- splat fest in Splatoon. Speaking of checking in on past topics. So me and my buddy, we get online at like one o'clock and we just do, we just slam out four hours of Splatoon 2. Uh, I was on, we were on team, uh, Trick and we actually lost to team Treat. Um, you got to vote which team you wanted to be on. I picked Treat cause it was a spooky ghost and I liked it better than team, or team trick was a spooky ghost team treat was just a kid trick-or-treating and i didn't want to i didn't want to be on that team anyways
1: you hate kids trick-or-treating
0: i love kids trick-or-treating no anyways, you don't
1: you just said you hated it wow
0: i like them when they dress up in costumes not when they just they're i don't like them when they're treat monsters i like them when they're in their costumes anyways um, what if
1: okay what if in splatoon this is important i'm gonna I, this is important there was mm-hmm. the ghost and that was the 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 trick in the treat was a kid dressing up as a ghost and getting treats.
0: Um, well, that would have been a mashup of both of them. I know, but I'm just
1: like two different versions of a ghost. Like a scary ghost and a kid ghost.
0: Um, which which ghost are you on? Which team ghost? Um, I guess I'm... I don't know. I'd have to look at how... I'd have to look at the artwork.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. I like my idea. I should be in charge.
0: Uh, okay, so... Um, So before I play Splatoon 2, uh, Laura and I, my wife, discussed what things we needed from Target. What items from Target we needed. Another past topic on this very podcast.
1: Not yours, though.
0: Not mine. So we were talking. What do we need? We needed certain items. I don't know. Shampoo. uh, uh, I needed deodorant. You know, certain things you might go ahead and get at a Target. And I'm playing playing Splatoon. She's like, well, I'm not playing Splatoon. I'm going to go to Target right now. And I, and I see her getting ready. She's putting her mask on. She's getting her shopping bags to go to... And I know that the thing she's going to is Target. And I realize, like, as I'm playing this game, probably because I see, see Team Treat, I, I I see Laura leaving the... Oh, about to go to the door. And I, like, wave. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Although I'm not yelling out loud because I'm currently playing Splatoon. And I show her a note I just wrote on my phone very quickly, which was, buy some candy for cheap. <laughs> And lo and behold, Laura comes back with a bag, a Halloween bag of mounds, the, uh, you know, um, the, the almond joys without nuts (laughs) and a bag of Reese's cups. So now I have a bag of Reese's cups and a bag of mounds and I've been eating them, uh, slowly but surely. (laughs) So yes, that was a long walk and it covered many past topics, but, uh, I have had Halloween candy.
1: (laughs) Okay. I have a couple questions. Yes. You can't mute yourself on Splatoon, so you had to write notes, and that 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 part of the story really really confused. Like I don't understand.
0: I I don't know. I was I felt like I'd be rude if I either. Well, actually, it would have been hard for me to mute because I would have had to do some sort of. I don't know. It would have been harder than it, I'm, it's harder than it seems.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's not like a muting on Zoom. Okay, okay. Um and um, I wish I went. I wish I went to Target. I love Target
0: we got all kinds of stuff from there I can't remember most of it but you know supplies <laughs> uh yeah that's all that's all oh wait you got Brita filters for water I don't know these are the things you get from Target right anyways that's all I have to check in about do you have anything explicit you want to mention
1: I do and I was really hoping I'd be finished with it but I I am not quite finished with it but huh. I have been reading Slaughterhouse-Five.
0: Wow. Congratulations. About how far did you make it?
1: I think I am, like, within 50 pages of finishing. Um, Mm. probably less. They just... Billy Pilgrim just arrived to... I don't remember how to say it in German, but the Slaughterhouse-Five, and they're in Dresden. Um, so, preliminary thoughts. Not finished. Don't... Mm -hmm. Not gonna stand by these. Um... Uh, my favorite parts are when the narrator, not Billy Pilgrim, but the narrator, says like someone says something, and he said that person was me. I was that person. That's my mm-hmm. favorite. Those are my favorite moments. Um, uh, I. It's clearly a novel about PTSD, and that's that's pretty compelling. Um, war is bad. And it it's bad for the people in it.
0: I, um, believe that was my, I believe that was my review of the book, War is Bad. <laughs>
1: um And um. I, I do think I feel like in high school we were learning about like PTSD as like a concept related to Vietnam and how like more people have like PTSD related to Vietnam. And I think that was in part because like no one liked that war and they weren't celebrated. Yeah. But I feel like that's not true. And just propaganda because this novel is about world war Two, and uh, this guy's pretty messed up
0: yeah and also pretty of note that the book was written in the 60s um which is you know i, I sort of think of of the thoughts of ptsd and a lot of like it, you know it's still one of those things that's like really not completely understood and saw and you know seen as like a weakness and all that kind of stuff and to have a, a book like writ- written like this uh a while ago, is is sort of also impressive and prescient.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I am enjoying it. Um, I'll save my full thoughts for next week when I do finish it. I really wish I had finished it. I just, like, didn't quite get there.
0: Wow. Well, I'm, I'm glad you are reading it. <laughs> so that's good.
1: <laughs> uh, that's my check-in.
0: Okay, I guess we can then check out of the check-in.
1: Okay, three guesses for your topic. Haircuts.
0: Uh, nope
1: okay uh boy scouts
0: uh nope
1: building campfires uh no okay. i believe the topic I...
0: was making campfires but yeah um those are three also past topics of mine emily is doing great at remembering things i've talked about which is good i'm glad she remembers <laughs> um my topic if you are about to ask me what it is like is Ma- <laughs> matt hmm. what's your topic Thank you for, so much for asking. My topic is is uh, is something that I've talked uh, around a lot, um, but I've not talked about it. And it's going to be the last I think about of this uh, kind of topic for me for a while because I feel like I've really hammered it to death because I have another video game I'm here to talk about. <laughs> and my um, promise to you, the listeners, if you are tired of me talking about video games, this is probably the last time I'll talk about video games for like another year. I don't know. I mean, uh, Emily's falling asleep.
1: No, that's rude of me. Okay.
0: (laughs) Because I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of done. I don't need to talk about video games for a while. Anyways, that being said, I'm here to talk about, uh, an underappreciated Nintendo franchise. Um, a franchise which just released a new game. Or technically speaking. (laughs) Uh, this game series is called Pikmin. Pikmin, P-I-K-M-I-N, and uh, I have been a longtime Pikmin fan because it, it's just it's just a fun little franchise. Uh, but just the day before Halloween, the thirtieth of October, they re-released Pikmin three as a version called Pikmin three Deluxe. Uh, Pikmin three was originally released in two thousand thirteen for the Wii U, uh, a video game system it seems that nobody bought. <laughs>
1: Um, can um, I tell you I think yep. I've said this on the podcast before, or maybe I've just said it to you personally. I just when I heard Wii U, I was like, we for college students, like Wii University. <laughs> Keep going.
0: That's that is that is sort of the problem. I think a lot of people thought the Wii U was like an accessory to the Wii and not its own like system. So that's one of the reasons it's sold poorly. Probably not the only one though. <laughs> Um, so they put out Pikmin 3 for that and I played it and I beat it and I loved it. And it's kind of funny because I didn't realize that that game had come out seven years ago (laughs) because it doesn't feel like I played it that long ago, but lo and behold, I played it seven years ago. I didn't even live in New York when it came out. I was living in Cambridge, Massachusetts when this came out. Um, and, uh, so I I bought it again because I'm going to play it again. I loved it the first time. I got a new version. It's great. Um, so what is Pikmin? You might be asking. Uh, Yep.
1: What is Pikmin?
0: Thank you so much for queuing me up there. Pikmin is a real time strategy and puzzle game. Uh, it is, um, I would have called it on my own. I would have basically called it some sort of like I don't know, adventure puzzle or something. I don't know how to word it. But it's essentially a puzzle game. Um, though there are, it's, you know, like if you think of your standard puzzle games as like uh, Tetris, Tetris or something Ugh. like that, like um, where, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. You're sitting in that, you you have your rectangle and you're bringing blocks straight down. And, and, you know, other than like solving the puzzle, you're really like, your one goal is to solve the puzzle. Let's put it that way. And that is not to disparage Tetris. I love Tetris.
1: It's a perfect video game.
0: Yes, certainly is. Um, but uh, that being your standard kind of puzzle game, Pikmin is, has a little bit more of a playing a game aspect to it, uh, or playing a video game aspect to it, where you are controlling a um, an astronaut. There are several of these astronauts throughout the years. Uh, I will get further into that in a minute, but you are your player you as the player are this astronaut, and you have landed on this weird planet. It looks an awful lot like Earth, <laughs> uh, but they will not explicitly call it Earth in the game. no, they will not because you are you as the astronaut, you are an alien to this planet. You are actually these little tiny uh, compared to everything else, you are tiny um like there are items in the games like like uh fruits, vegetables. Uh, electronic devices that to you look huge. You look like an ant in the game. Um, But the characters don't know they're small. It's just like by proportions, you can tell they're on the small side. So then um, what you do as that player is you pluck the titular Pikmin out of the ground. They are these little creatures that grow like flowers. They come out like seeds and then they bloom and then you pluck them. And you use these uh, little Pikmin to help you complete tasks, and usually there's some sort of puzzle to it, like how do I get that uh, how do I get that mango from that top shelf, uh, or from like that's the top of the this brick wall down to me and into my spaceship. And so you're basically just trying to recruit Pikmin to get you uh, different items. I'd say that's a pretty good run through of the game. Any questions so far? <laughs> um,
1: no. I recently have watched this game being played and, um, didn't understand what was happening. So this clarified some stuff. Um, (laughs) what is your favorite part about this video game?
0: Oh, um, my favorite part, I mean, so like the thing is you're, you're sort of recruiting this little army of Pikmin and I actually like, like they have personality and you care for them. I mean, they can, and they can die. Like there are enemies in the game, which you have to defeat. And then if they die, they turn into these little ghosts and float into the sky, which is like so sad. (laughs) Um,
1: Oh, that is sad.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And each day you, you basically get a day in the game, which I don't know. I actually don't know how long a day is supposed to be like a half an hour or something in real time. Uh, But at the end of each day, you have to get in your spaceship and go into space or go into like lower orbit so that you can avoid the creatures that the nocturnal creatures that would kill you and your friends. Um, And if you leave any behind, they also die. And that is also sad. So I'd say to me, my favorite part, I do like the puzzle solving aspect, but I kind of like just like um, supporting your little your little army, your little village of Pikmin and like watching them grow because I actually do um they have several stages of life they go through do they get Um,
1: married and have babies
0: they do not go so far the way you make more pikmin is by picking up fruit or enemies and then they turn into seeds and then they become more pikmin i don't believe they have genders either i believe they're just uh this the singular gender of i believe they're just a neutral gender
1: (laughs) are the littlest ones the cutest or do they get cuter as they get bigger
0: uh, well, they don't change. Si- well, they don't really change size. I'd say they get maybe cuter because they grow flowers on their heads.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> they go from they go from a leaf to a bud to a flower, um, as they as they mature. But there are little. Well, I say the cutest ones. So they have different colored ones and they're different purposes. So I'm going to mostly talk about Pikmin three, I guess, even though there are two previous Pikmins. But this is the one I am the most uh, I remember the most. <laughs> Is it because you've uh,
1: just played it or because...
0: I've played it the most, and I just played it. Okay. Like, historically, I've also played it more than any other Pikmin game. Okay. I may not have played Pikmin 2. I played 1 and now 3. Uh, but your basic Pikmin is red, uh, which can withstand fire. Then there's um, a blue one, which can swim in water. There's a yellow one, which can withstand, like, electricity. There are rock ones, like little... Uh, Granite-looking ones, I guess. I don't know how to word that, but uh, or maybe like little pieces of charcoal-looking ones that are good for like smashing crystals and glass. Um, and then the final one is maybe they're the cutest. They're these little pink ones, and they can fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because they're the tiniest and they're also pink, they're maybe the cutest ones. Oh. And so each, so that's the other thing is so at any time you can have up to one hundred Pikmin like out and about. And part of that is like managing which color of how many of each color you have, and like what tasks you need to get done. Um, like if it's a water-based area, you need a lot of the blue ones. If there's like an electric thing, you have the yellow ones, and then um, all the different purposes. So you have to manage your army in that way. And I keep so saying it, army, although the game does not refer to them that way.
1: So are these cute little, cute little, cutie little little bean sprouts? <laughs> cute little bean sprouts. When they're not active, or are they just hanging out in the spaceship?
0: Yeah, they. I mean, if you don't tell them anything to do, they'll just stand there <laughs> um, or follow you around. Like, if they're in your herd, they'll just, like, follow you wherever you're going. Um, if they're the, above, like, the 100 limit or whatever, then, yeah, they would just stay in the spaceship. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you have, and actually, so in the most recent game, you can be there's there's actually three little astronauts. So the original astronaut in the first game is Captain Olimar, um, who, as a side note, is a fighter in Super Smash Brothers, and has little Pikmins as his weapons. <laughs> uh, but in the new game, you have Alf, Brittany, and Charlie, ABC, and you can like send you can um, send your little astronauts like around like you're basically, you're on a little map and you can send your astronauts around on that map um, and have them be doing different tasks and you can switch between the, the different astronauts mm-hmm. and then they can control from, even, even then they can control their smaller little like brigades. Like say you give like 20 yellow Pikmin to ALF, you can go send ALF to where, you know, like the electrified gate is and he can work on that and have his little Pikmin's fighting the uh, electric gate And then say, you know, there's like a crystal you have to break through. You can have Charlie go over uh, with the rock Pikmin and and bust that open. And uh, the goal is to open up all the doors you can using these different Pikmin, um, building bridges, doing things like that. And then ultimately harvesting as much fruit and technology as you can.
1: (laughs) You got to get that fruit and technology. Can you imagine not?
0: I can't. The fruit is how they live, and the uh, technology is how they get off this planet that they don't want to be at, <laughs> which is Earth. Oh. <laughs> um, again, not called Earth. In um, the latest game it's called PNF-404, which is just the... Un- it's an unnamed planet, but...
1: Does it have the con- our continents?
0: Um, I mean, not really. I mean, you, you only see it from space a little bit, and it's supposed to be... I think it's... I mean, it's meant to be, like, vaguely earth and definitely like things like the cell phones and the fruit and things like that like i'm trying to remember what else they have but like really random like I think there's like a laptop or something i think you have to pick up at some point but uh it's definitely supposed to be a very earth-like planet i mean earth doesn't earth doesn't have pikmin so who's to say where this is
1: are we the nocturnal creatures that come out and destroy the the pikmin like they're the environment and and were people causing climate change
0: um, something like that. I th- I believe the game deals with invasive species, but uh, still s- a similar idea. <laughs>
1: um, okay. So what, so it's 2013. You don't live in New York yet. <laughs> no. What drew you to this game?
0: Oh, uh, well, I mean, I had played of uh, the, I had played Pikmin 1 for the GameCube. So 1 and 2 were for the GameCube. And then this one came out nine years after the second one, which is crazy. But uh, I always thought it was, like, a fun little kooky game. Like, they're cute. Uh, it's a good, like, I don't know. Like, I do enjoy my variety in games. And I'd say, like, you know, the plot in this game is very thin. <laughs> There's not much of a plot, although it does exist. Um, and it's just sort of this game where you can just, like, pick it up. You can spend a day doing one. Th- it, like, also has a good, like, um, ending times. Like, you're like, oh, I, I played a day. Or I played two days of the game. Or whatever.
1: It was going to be a question I had later that helped the game.
0: There you go. And uh, so, yeah, you can just like pick it up, do it. And it's like a good, it's like a good relaxing game. Like you can just chill. I mean, it can be a little stressful at the end of the day if you don't have all your Pikmin back in the spaceship. (laughs) But uh, uh, because you also, and you also do fight like boss battles and things, which is um, maybe not something you normally do in puzzle games, but like there are levels and things like that to help you like move forward. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I like that it's sort of a, a little bit more of a casual game. Okay. Uh, it's not very stressful. So as far as I'm concerned, it's not very stressful.
1: Is there an in, like, what is the end goal? What is the end goal? Uh,
0: to eventually repair your spaceship. Well, part of it is also that your, your crew has been separated. Um, so you're kind of trying to, it's like that classic, like we crashed and our spaceship's broken, we have to fix it kind of thing. Um, But at first you're trying to just find all your crewmates and then you're trying to repair the ship and the technology should help you repair the ship. Um, And then there's also like hints that this uh, Captain Olimar fella is somewhere on the planet trapped. So there is also Mm. like the aspect of trying to figure out what happened to Olimar.
1: (laughs) Or Olimar.
0: Um, But yeah, that's sort of the end goal. I mean, I guess like it's like... um, Again, going with the casualness and the uh, the thin plot is like, yeah, that's sort of how they wrap everything up. <laughs> but uh, to me, it's just like exploring these different maps, and they're like very replayable and stuff because you you're just like, oh, let me try to beat my score, and that's like a pretty, um, I, I say that's a pretty normal goal in this is like, how fast can I beat this level, or or how many how how many Pikmin can I keep from dying? Apparently, there is supposedly one of the the directives of making this game was that it has to be you have to be able to beat it without losing a single pikmin's life so like if you wanted to keep beating your score you could try like playing levels over and over until like all of your pikmin survive
1: (laughs) um how long does it take to beat this game
0: uh i got no idea probably like i don't know probably like 20 hours total or something that's a really really rough estimate
1: (laughs) i mean listen you could have said four weeks or four days or four hours and i've been like yeah all those mean the same thing to me um they clearly don't but
0: you know what i mean typically a beatable game um people will rate it in the number of hours it takes to beat the game and then the number of hours it takes to like hundred percent complete the game so i mean this one like if I had to guess, I'd say you could probably beat it, beat the game in, like, 20 or fewer hours. But then if you mm-hmm. wanted to, like, replay and do, like, maybe downloadable content. And there's also, technically, there's multiplayer as well. Um, but, like, you- that kind of stuff, like, you know, you could ex- definitely extend the uh, gameplay.
1: Do you play multiplayer?
0: Uh, I haven't yet on, this, on the re-release. But I did back in the day. And basically, the way it works is they give you you and your you and your friend would play against each other and you're trying they just sort of plop you on a map and you have to collect a certain amount of fruit first or something along those lines or maybe it's like bingo i can't quite remember i think it might be like bingo where you have to like they give you a card and the fruit and you have to like get a line of four in a row i believe that's how it works all right Um, and then my
1: other question was is this a game that's fun to replay like, you beat it. Is it fun to go back and beat your high score? Or is it, like, you're one and done?
0: I mean, I'm replaying the whole game right now. I've already beaten it. In, I beat it in 2013, and I'm playing it again now.
1: Yeah, but, like, immediately.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I I mean. I think there's certainly probably people who play it where they repeat this. Like, if they don't... And I've, I've almost fallen on this trap, although, luckily, I haven't had too many Pikmin die in any, any one day. But you can actually immediately go back one day and just replay that day. Like, if you don't like how your day went. Uh, oh, that would
1: be <laughs> it's nice. It's a weird, weird
0: way of <laughs> wording it, yes. If you don't like how your day went, you can just go back one day and, re- and replay it. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people do that. I'm, I'm not really in that mood to play the game. Maybe if I were to play it, like, a third time through, then I'd be, like, a bit of a perfectionist about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something you could replay. Because you can always do a little better. And, you know, the game gets harder as it goes along. So I've been kind of breezing through the first few levels, but uh, eventually it's going to get hard.
1: <laughs> um, okay, question. Would I enjoy this game?
0: Uh, I think there's a very good chance you would because um, you like your dumb phone games. Uh, I do love topic. a
1: good... Oh, <laughs> I love that dumb uh, phone
0: game. And I would say this is not a dumb game, but it is sort of it's like in the vein of a lot of phone games and that it's sort of a good like it's sort of a good time waster that i don't think you have to spend an inordinate amount of time to think about <laughs> <laughs> okay. um yeah there's actually a demo in the uh, the switch store that you can download if you are tempted to play the game
1: that's uh, interesting it takes
0: you it takes you through the first like little bit of the game and then if you buy the game you can actually transfer your demo progress into the full-fledged game so you didn't, like, waste your time or whatever.
1: Is it a game that's, like, easy to pick up? Like, is it... Are the controls fancy or is it, like, pretty straightforward?
0: It's pretty straightforward, and they really walk you through it in the beginning of the game. They're like, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. Like, the game's, like, hold it holds your hand pretty hard in the first, like, little bit.
1: (laughs) Okay. Would I like this more or less than Splatoon...
0: I would guess you would like this more than Splatoon. Okay. because um, this is, I mean, this is a puzzle game. I mean, you like Tetris, this is a little bit more in your alley. I'd say this is much closer to Tetris than Splatoon is. <laughs> oh, you know I love Tetris. Um, yeah, and I love Tetris too. And I, I mean, this is the kind of game that I prefer if I'm trying to like veg out, if you will, um, is something that like... <sighs> I don't have to really listen to or react very much. I just have to like pay attention. Like it's like so I could do it while I'm listening to music or podcasts or whatever. Although the music in the game is pretty neat too, so it's it's not the worst thing to just to listen to on your own.
1: <laughs> could you yell, Hey, get some cheap Halloween candy to your wife as she's leaving to go to Target during this game?
0: I could yell that, yeah, I could yell that.
1: Shout. React Shout. Yell's not the right word, but you know what I mean.
0: I know you made it sound like I'm I was being cruel.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I don't mean, don't mean yell. I mean, hey, yeah, hey, before you go,
0: um, get some Halloween yeah. candy. Yeah, hey, I don't know if you were thinking about this. Get get a Halloween candy. Uh,
1: yeah. Panicked, panicked, panicked. Talking.
0: Hey, oh my God! You were about to leave without me telling you this one very important thing. Get some Halloween candy. <laughs> this
1: is an important question. Is yeah. Halloween candy? A top five important thing. I think the answer is yes.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a top five thing to get a target when you go. Yeah.
1: I compl- that's a wrong statement. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, my topic <laughs> is done. <laughs> Unless you have a question. Any more questions?
1: No. Um, I'm intrigued by this game. I like a puzzle. I like Tetris. You compare something to Tetris. I'm intrigued.
0: There you go. It's a good game. Uh, it's it, yeah. It's great. it's, all, it's just a good. It's a solid, like pick it up and kill some time kind of game. How Uh, does
1: it compare to Pac-Man?
0: Pikmin versus Pac-Man? Yeah. Um, I I in what way? What? How do you want me to compare it?
1: Well, so I also like Pac-Man, and I think it's a little puzzly. Uh,
0: yeah, sort of. I guess I can see that. This this is maybe like if you took a little bit more of the adventure of (laughs) Pac-Man. Uh, and the puzzle of Tetris, and the puzzle of Pac-Man, and then like blew it up and spent twenty years making it better. Because <laughs> I mean, you're I mean you are physically moving a character around and sort of doing like a little bit more you know modern platform gaming. Um, you know, on top of the puzzle-ish aspect, you know, it's sort of taking puzzle games and putting it in the three D space, if you will.
1: Okay, I can handle this
0: um it's hard for me to say what else this is like i don't know what this game is truly like it's i think and i think that's what usually makes nintendo games so great is that they always put their unique spin on whatever they're doing and they always try to make their original uh, intellectual property unique in in a way that you know that's why it's nintendo you know they they kind of do their thing i mean animal crossing you could say is like the sims but like ultimately, then you'd be like, except there's a million ways it's different than The Sims. <laughs> and I could be like, Splatoon is kind of like you know Fortnite or something. Then I'd be like, but there's also a million ways how Spl- Splatoon separates itself from other shooting shooting games. Um, so I don't know. I lo- I'm a big Nintendo fan, so. Okay. <laughs> there you go.
1: Um, I don't think I have any other questions.
0: All right, topic done. Go topic done. try 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 out Pikmin. Get the free demo. I know you all have switches out there.
1: Your topic was done. Now you're telling people to go do it. You're supposed to do that before the topic's done.
0: Um, that was not my topic. That was a recommendation.
1: Okay, fine. Is that a new segment? Recommendation Corner?
0: It's, uh, you get 10 seconds to make a recommendation when your topic is done.
1: Okay, wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, but there, there's no song for it. I'm declaring that right now.
1: Recommendation <laughs> Corner. Ooh. Guys, go okay. download Pikmin. Recommendation corner done.
0: Uh, Emily,
1: Matt. now that
0: my recommendation corner is over, it is time for your topic. What is that topic?
1: Matt, thank you so much for asking. My topic is shoes.
0: <laughs> shoes.
1: I, you know, listen, I've decided um, I hate all of my shoes recently. None of them are quite what I want them to be. Um, Which makes me think about what I like in a pair of shoes. And I think that answer (laughs) varies depending on the type of shoe. So I'm going to start here. What's your favorite type of shoe?
0: Um, Well, I mean, I would call them sneakers. Ugh, gross. A person from another part of the country might call them tennis shoes. Is that what you call them, tennis shoes?
1: Yeah, I call them tennis shoes.
0: Um... I was recently made aware of what parts of the country call them tennis shoes. And I was shocked that most of the country calls them tennis shoes. According to those like maps that they, they come out from time to time. Uh, I, well, I, I like a good sneaker slash tennis shoe. I'm wearing, uh, some Pumas right now that I really like. Uh, I recently bought some cool Nikes that are pretty sweet. Uh, you commented that you like the color of them. (laughs) Um, they are sort of a purplish maroonish color that's
1: what i was thinking
0: those are pretty those are pretty sweet i really like those um i would say i wear sneakers most of the time i also can get pretty into dress shoes if i like a pair um and i like and they can be like sort of casual dress all the way up to like dress dress but i am like pretty particular in the kinds of those kinds of shoes that i will wear um, because I don't like them to look stupid. If I'm going to have, if I have to spend a bunch of money on shoes uh, or look fancy or, uh, anytime I want to look nice, I'm like, I think shoes are an important aspect of looking nice. And so I'm pretty picky about those kinds of shoes too. Is that a like, good, uh, is that a good summation of how I feel about shoes?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't have many tennis shoes. The ones I have are like strictly like tennis shoes for working out or like running, like those type of tennis shoes. But people have so many cute pairs of tennis shoes or sneakers. To me, sneakers are like a fancier version of a tennis shoe. Like that's how I would use sneakers.
0: I mean, I keep, I consider my ratty sneakers to still be sneakers, but I do, I mean, I I think you can attest to this. I keep my shoes in pretty good condition for a while. But, like, they wouldn't, you know, eventually they start getting shittier looking, and I still consider them to be sneakers.
1: Yeah, but it's not the, the end results don't become sneakers or tennis shoes. It's, like, like, there's, so I have tennis shoes that are, like, running shoes or, like, shoes like that. I would call those tennis shoes.
0: See, I, if it's, like, a workout shoe, I would call it, I would call them running shoes. Almost like, almost exclusively, even if they were meant for like something else, it'd be like running shoes.
1: But I guess in my head, like Keds are sneakers. That look like a little fancier. But I think what my my shoe wardrobe is missing right now is some fun sneakers. Like I see, it's like sneakers are very trendy right now. And I would like a pair that look cute and fun. Um, Yeah. That are comfy. Because I think right now I just, just, there's some stuff lacking. I used to have a lot of Converse, but I kind of grown out of them. But I think not having those has left a gaping hole. I have two pairs of boots I like right now, brown and gray. But my problem with those boots, and this is very specific, is that I really like really skinny jeans at my ankles. Solely because then I can put them in the boot and they don't look bad and weird around my ankle. But I have a few pairs of jeans that are like a little looser around the ankle. And so then they don't lay right with the boots, and then it throws off my whole outfit and everything feels wrong and I don't like it. But then I have flats that I think look better with the jeans, but then I have to I have to then I have to deal with my feet being cold. But then I have some Rothys, which I really like. But I feel like I need another pair that's like a half size bigger. <sighs>
0: wow. Um,
1: I've been really not liking my outfits recently, and I think it comes down to the shoes.
0: Wow. I putting on shoes is is like it's it's to me because I now I, I have a couple of nice sneakers to, to go with this. Like often in my life, I do just have one pair of sneaker I like uh, I like at the moment, and then I just wear them to hell, and then. Then I need new sneakers. <laughs> but I actually feel pretty good right now and that I have a, a little bit of a selection. So I'm feeling pretty good about my outfits shoe-wise. And literally, I'll put on my one of my new one of my nicer pairs of sneakers and I'll be like, man, this is a good outfit. Like the sneaker is what fulfills like the end of it. Like I I know, I mean I can wear whatever shirt and my, my jeans are nice or whatever, but like until I've got fun shoes, I I don't feel I don't feel like I'm a fun person. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's just like you're bragging and it's rude. It's
0: Listen, rude. I bought I bought I bought nice new sneakers recently and even, and several people, not just you, complimented them. So, I'm um, feeling I'm on my freaking high horse right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just You know, I think this extends that I just in general, I'm also just really not liking my clothes generally right now and I feel like I'm not kind of in a rut of clothes and I'm just wearing jeans to work and I haven't been wearing many dresses. Probably because I can't find my leggings, and that adds to my shoe problem. Because I, because when I wear leggings, are you wearing tights? Are you wearing leggings? Do they go down to your ankle? Do they cover your feet? What kind of shoes work with those kind of things? And then it's just, it throws me off. It throws mm. me off.
0: I wear like two pairs of pants, so that part of, that part of me is not a problem. I've, I liked my uh,
1: outfit today. I wore my very skinny jeans that tuck into my favorite pair of boots, which we have not even discussed yet.
0: Wow. Um, what are your favorite pair of boots? Thank
1: you so much for asking. I was going to pause until you asked. Um, so my favorite pair of boots, and I'm sure you have seen them, are a pair of brown boots. I don't know if they'd be called booties. They're like ankle boots. I'd call them ankle boots. They have a slight heel. I would not consider them high heels, but they have a slight heel. They zip up at the side. When you wear them with skinny jeans, they, they just tuck right in there. You can wear them with leggings. You can wear them with just socks if you're wearing a dress without leggings. But this is the best part about them. I call them the I mean business shoes. Because when I wear them, I mean business. And no one can cross me. No one. Wow. Wow.
0: Sounds like a challenge.
1: They're loud. Uh. They're pretty cloppy. They make the noise. And you can't cross me. Because these shoes protect me from being crossed.
0: Wow. I never noticed. I I definitely know the boots you're talking about. Um, I've never consciously noticed that I've never crossed you when you wear them, but I guess looking back, I can't remember a time that I did. You've never crossed me while wearing them.
1: You've crossed me other times.
0: (laughs) I have crossed you. (laughs) Let's just say I've crossed you.
1: But never (laughs) while I'm wearing my I Mean Business boots. Um, In fact, on our first day of in-person learning, I felt like I needed to be be on my game. So I wore my I Mean Business shoes and my MANA T-shirt. That my sister-in-law made me that I say feels like a hug when I wear it. It was yeah. made with love. Yep. Um, and that was my, I mean, business outfit. No one crossed me. Let me tell you. No one. That's great. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've been trying to embrace these gray ankle boots. But again, that's the same problem. Jeans, kind of hard. Um, um, it just it just, other people pull it off and I think it looks cute. But this is my problem with shoes. In clothes in general, is that I see people wearing a very cute outfit and then I put it on and I think I look terrible. Nothing fits right. It's either too big or too tight or too loose or it's loose in the wrong spots and I just don't like it.
0: I will say, I, I mean, I I agree wholeheartedly with the, it, it really, the shoe you're wearing or the the thing on your foot you're wearing uh, really does go... Uh, a long way to how the end of your jean or pant tapers (laughs) yes um i'll say i mostly do wear skinny to skinny ish pants so it's usually fine but like if i wear boots um i wear big old work boot timberlands i think even uh i have to have i i am actually the opposite where i need like uh uh i don't need but i te- typically want like a puffier end of the pant to go around the boot mm-hmm. um because i don't i guess i'm i don't know personal taste or manliness or something but i'm not like i don't want to have to tuck into the boot but if i'm wearing like sneakers or something i i need that tapered um end because i want to show the damn shoes off if my pants are so puffy then you're not gonna see my sweet shoes
1: <laughs> true true um I also want to segue into this part is that I actually don't like wearing shoes. Hmm. I, first thing I do when I get home, I take my shoes off. Wow. I, at school sometimes when the kids aren't in the room, I take my shoes off. Hmm. I don't like my feet being constrained that way. I like going barefoot. I'm barefoot right now.
0: How do you feel about socks? Did you say socks? I, I Um,
1: I did not say, I like socks as a concept. I don't. Like wearing socks to bed—that's a very specific thing. It, it, my feet are too constrained. But I generally will wear socks when I'm walking around my apartment. I took them off because my apartment's been a little hot, um, because they have the heat cranking and I can't control it. So I, I was hoping it would help cool me down, and honestly,
0: it worked. I will say I'm, I'm wearing shoes now in my apartment. I guess I—that's because I left my apartment today and did not take well. I'm not as, it's not as imperative to me that I take off my shoes when I come home. So I will let that slide for a long time, but if I were not to go out, I would not typically put shoes on unless I was leaving my apartment shortly. (laughs) So most of the day I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go shoeless.
1: (laughs) Taking my shoes off is a priority in my life. Um, I'd say it's top five.
0: Um, Wow. Okay. What are your top five priorities in life? My number one is uh, breathing. That's my number one.
1: That's really interesting. Mine is, um, I mean, mine is taking my shoes Mm. off. Then, then making sure, uh, making sure I have water. Followed by um, making sure my hair is not in my eyes. Just by tucking it behind my ear. Mm. And then, I, then I'd say breathing. Then I'd say breathing. Okay.
0: Do any of those, do you need to do any of those before you can breathe? Like, do you breathe through your feet or through your eyeballs?
1: <laughs> All joking aside, sometimes it does feel like you breathe through your feet, but just like, not like, like, like it lets, it lets, it lets out some stuff when you take your shoes off and your socks off. Like you can move better. Hmm. Your feet can move. You get cooler. If you're cold you put socks on you heat up i, I get I, your feet are i get
0: way cooler when i put my shoes on hey because i got cool oh, shoes God. um listen i got cool shoes i'm proud of my shoes i don't have i don't have the problems that you have
1: uh, uh i should buy some new shoes I,
0: that's really the solution right that's the beginning and ending of this problem <laughs> you, the beginning is you haven't bought enough new shoes the end is that you buy new shoes
1: I have my eye on a pair of Rothy's, but they're just really expensive.
0: What are Rothy's? I don't. You said that twice. I don't really know what they are.
1: Um, they're. Uh, you've never listened to a podcast where they advertise Rothy's? What podcast are you listening to?
0: <laughs> the Daily, every day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they don't advertise Rothy's. Actually, um, I don't. Listen, I, do, I
0: do not listen to ads. I'm very. I'm very pro fast forwarding through ads. <laughs>
1: Um, so, um, Rothy's are a shoe brand that advertises like sustainable shoes. They're made out of recycled plastic water bottles.
0: Like uh, all birds, all birds. Like all birds, yeah. <laughs> I used to listen to podcast um, ads.
1: <laughs> um, and they're just like women's shoes.
0: Um, okay, that's are they like what kind of are they sneakers or are they?
1: So they have all sorts. I have the point. They're like pointy flats. Mm. I'm sure I've worn them to you. I call them my witch shoes. I name a lot of my <laughs> shoes, apparently.
0: I, uh, I feel
1: like a witch because they're pointy. Have I ever pointed out my witch shoes to you? And that
0: sounds very familiar, yes. I don't recall them as close as I do the boots, but that sounds familiar.
1: <laughs> That's because my boots are a statement.
0: I mean, there's certain as, certain elements of your clothes that are intrinsic to your personality. Uh, like your jacket, your favorite jacket. <laughs> and,
1: oh, my jacket. And I recently had to retire it for the season. I was cold.
0: Oh, it's, it's sort of that jacket season right now for the next couple of days, so.
1: Oh, I know, but on Monday, it was really cold.
0: Oh, this weekend, yeah, it was awful on, like, yeah. But anyways, uh, I mean, tomorrow, the day this podcast comes out, by the way, we're recording on a Wednesday, everyone.
1: <laughs> I could wear my jacket tomorrow.
0: That is true. Tomorrow, Friday. But my
1: jacket is, thank you for acknowledging that it's a significant part of my personality.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, we've met, so I know it. <laughs>
1: It's like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over my five priorities. <laughs> Taking my shoes off. Uh-huh. Getting the hair out of my face by tucking it behind my ears.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Wearing my jacket as much as possible, my tan jacket with giant pockets. Talking about my tan jacket with my giant pockets. Um and um eating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those are my priorities.
0: Okay. Um Way to be, uh, way to, way to, way to be.
1: (laughs) Way to be. I thought you were going to be saying something mean about our friendship. Like, way to not have me on that list, but, um. Oh,
0: I didn't think you, I didn't think I was one of those priorities.
1: (laughs) I mean, to be fair, are you as important as my tan jacket?
0: Um, even before I knew the tan jacket was on the list, I knew I wasn't in your top five. So, (laughs) um, I don't know what I, like, (laughs) it was your top five priorities, so I don't even know <laughs> how how I, how that fits, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe someday I can be your fifth priority. <laughs>
1: I don't know. You have stiff competition with my jacket.
0: I mean, I'm not going to ask because we don't ask about we don't ask about six through ten on this podcast. That's not a thing we do. Uh, no, but no. I'd love to know what six through ten was. But I, I'm just
1: number six is asking people their top five favorite fruits. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, fruits specifically, yeah. Um, uh, our ultimate icebreaker. You know, it's funny. I, I think of this top five thing and I feel like it's become an inside joke in a, in a, some ways. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard us top five, a bunch of things. But, it, you know, originally debuted on our very first special episode, the uh, um, the Fruits episode in um, June of our very first year of podcasting. <laughs> so I like to plug that episode because no one ever listened to it. <laughs> it was our first like live recording or whatever you want to call it.
1: We listened
0: to it. Sure, I probably did listen to it all the way through. That was when I would do that. <laughs>
1: um, I think I've said what I wanted to say about shoes. Um, good. I want new shoes.
0: I always want new shoes. I love new shoes. By my everyone's favorite uh, part of my attire at my wedding was my shoes because I had freaking sweet shoes. They were like dress shoes, but they were kind of clothy. Like they kind of a cloth. Like they weren't shiny. And uh, they're they were great. Hmm?
1: I've seen pictures of your wedding. I don't think I've seen pictures of your wedding shoes.
0: <laughs> I could show you the real shoes someday. I still own them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they're pretty sweet. And I got a really good deal at Macy's on them, which God, I love talking about good deals with shoes. so oh, don't get me started. Uh, oh, I'm not. No, good. Um, okay. Topic done?
1: Topic complete.
0: Okay. Well, I'd say... Uh, um, for whatever, What do we call this? The afterwards corner or whatever? But uh, go buy some shoes. Oh, the recommendation <laughs> corner. Go buy some shoes.
1: There you go. There you go. Um,
0: all right. Um, I think uh, that's basically it, right? I think so. Do you have anything you want to plug?
1: I do. I'm actually looking up the time of something right now. But this is a plug for you and I. Mm-hmm. On Friday, the Virtual Ringer Sketch Show is up. On the magnets Twitch, um, this Friday, November sixth, um, the email does not give a time. At seven o'clock,
0: I was holding up seven 7, seven fingers for you to look at, but you were too busy looking at your computer screen.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to trying to do the research, but I already um, did it.
0: And in fact, I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was uh, Thursday, aka tonight uh and then i like looked on thursday's calendar and it wasn't there and i was like oh what did i miss this and then i realized i knew i I knew it was the sixth but for some reason i thought the sixth was a thursday and then i was like oh wait a minute this is the wrong day and yeah it's a i thought it was a thursday night show it's a friday night show That means you can like have drinks and watch our show and then at seven o'clock and then be done with it
1: (laughs) yeah But be done with it in, like, a happy way. Like, oh, my God, that was so funny. That's a great start to my evening.
0: Um, Emily and I are each in different sketches that neither of us wrote or directed.
1: (laughs) That's true. I, um, we were actors.
0: Acted. Acting. Acting.
1: Um, I do have one other um, plug. Uh And that's on Saturday um, at 930 30. I am in another, um, Armory Shot for Shot Presents, and we are doing the movie, um, Big Daddy, where I play the characters of Vanessa. Um, Vanessa was the one that stood out. Vanessa Bladder, Blader Bladder, I've not seen this movie, Bailiff, or, and Ted. Those are my four characters.
0: I actually don't think I've seen Big Daddy either, um... But all Adam Sandler movies blend together in my brain, so, including Uncut Gems.
1: <laughs> um, if you would like to watch that, um, email the pod, and we'll get you on the reservation list. Oh. Um, but the, for The Magnet Show, you just go to the Magnet Twitch.
0: Twitch.tv slash Magnet Theater, I think. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Uh, there you go. Uh, check out Emily's... Um, unauthorized stealing of a movie on saturday
1: <laughs> we're not making money off of it
0: um i don't have any problem with that uh either whether you were making money or not <laughs> uh i'm not in the pocket of big daddy see that's sort of a, a big because big
1: we, I, big big daddy big big daddy big sandler
0: big sand you
1: know, on the topic of big sandler not,
0: big adam isn't uh in charge of my life big adam that's a good name i gotta write that one down <laughs> It's a good, like, fake name. I write fake names down a lot to put them in comedy pieces. I think Big Adam is a good one. (laughs) Um, uh... Well, I am going to plug just that one show Emily already plugged, so there you go. Um, And that's all I need to plug. Uh, Emily had mentioned in her plug that you could email the podcast. Well, how does one do that, one might ask. Email tbdpodcast at gmail.com uh that's where you can send us anything you want i don't, I don't care send us anything <laughs> any one thing you want but specifically you can get into emily's show that way or um give us feedback or, or whatever you need you can also follow us on instagram twitter and facebook also tbd podcast all spelled out that's our little handle and uh make sure that you're subscribed to our podcast i think that's everything hell yeah hell yeah uh
1: you did not miss anything and hell yeah hell subscribe yeah.
0: Um, um there may have been some problems on apple Podcasts the last two weeks but i think i fixed them all there you go
1: <laughs> proud of you uh,
0: um
1: listeners yep. listeners yep this is what we want you to do we want you to breathe and have a nice day this day might be two weeks from now this day might be today this day might be in a year from now but what i want you to do is just have a really nice day
0: there you go what a lovely uplifting message from emily uh, take a deep breath maybe brew some tea that could be a good way to do it yeah if you're driving in a car don't do it then because it's going to be too shaky no
1: please don't do it then
0: um, but like do it when you get to wherever you're going uh, that's it right yep well I've been Matt Armando
1: I've been Emily Riggins your co-host
0: <laughs> thanks for saying that so much today and this has been yep. TBD
1: with Matt Emily